Hey ladies, you're listening to the Her Podcast and my name is Holly Wright and I am your host. Welcome back and thanks for listening to our show. Um, We are still talking about this topic for the month of April called April Fools and we're just going to be having girl talk and chatting about, you know, what it's like to be fooled by friends and setting healthy boundaries, you know, moving forward and what decisions to make after you are fooled by your friends. So I am honored to to introduce you to today's guest speaker. She is from Dallas, Texas, and she is a boss babe, and her name is Amanda Smith. So welcome, Amanda. Thanks for speaking today. Thanks, Holly, for having me. I'm so excited. Um, I love talking like things that are happening in real life in addition to talking about business. So this is really fun. Yes, I'm excited. I want to hear all about who you are, what you do, your passion. So why don't you tell us a little bit um, about you, your business, and your heart, and we'll get started. Yeah. So I am from Dallas, Texas, like she said. Um, I was in Arkansas for about six years. Uh, And then we moved back here to Texas in 2016. Um, Elementary music teacher for seven years. Um, And during that time, I, when we moved back to Dallas, I just couldn't find a community that was for everybody, for all women to network, to hang out, to build business, to build friendships. And so I just decided to create it myself. I created a Facebook group called Dallas Girl Gang. And now we just had our four year anniversary. And here we are four years later. Um, and we are 50,000 people strong across the world. Really, it's a global platform now, especially with 2020 uh, taking things virtually. Um, we really are surrounded on the, our mod can sit with us. Um, and of course, that's a playoff of, <laughs> of Mean Girls the movie. But um, I love what I do. I love bringing people together online and in person um, to grow in friendship, to grow in career and to grow in business. Um, and I love, love, love what I do. I also get to coach female entrepreneurs who are starting our business. Um, and I just adore all of my clients that I get to work with. We just have so much fun. Um, so I'm excited to chat today. Awesome. Wow. So you are a busy woman. I know. I love what you're doing too. I I think I came across your Instagram last year and I just love your heart and vision for empowering other women, you know, especially with life and business. I love that you get to do both too, because, you know, there's, there's so many business women nowadays and I think it's amazing, but like, we also need to do life with each other too. And so I love that you're are able just to, to, to build that, you know, kind of, I love what you said too. You, you saw a need and you did it yourself. And so I think that's huge. So super proud of you. I'm excited. Um, you know, going off this topic, it can really relate to any type of girl because we've all been fooled by somebody, um, whether it's friendship, family, a spouse, you know, a relationship mm-hmm. that you're dating in. But um, it's like, how do we how do we deal with the rejection? How do we move forward to make sure that we are healthy, you know? And so I guess my first question for you with this topic being called April Fooled, was there a season in your I mean, clearly you've been fooled multiple times, but was there a season maybe in high school or college or even you said you as a teacher that it really just hit you. You got rejected and fooled by someone you love so much that it made you come to a a spot in your life where like, okay, do I continue this? Like, how did you tell me about that season? For sure. Um, I mean, man, I could pull from so many different situations. Um, Um, We've all been fooled by people and by situations and 
relationships that we've been in. Um, but this was actually in my adult life. Um, I met a girlfriend here in Dallas, um, who we had so many things in common. We met at like a networking event right around the time that I was starting Dallas girl gang. Um, and just really hit it off. You know, when you meet someone and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've known you forever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he just met 20 minutes ago. Um, so funny. We became very fast friends. Um, and, you know, I think it's so interesting, even today, let's just pretend COVID's not a thing. But like, <laughs> when you meet someone and you really get to know them and you've been to each other's houses and you've been to each other's places and like, you know, um, in each other's car is, is, what? Is, a, is a sign of like building an intimate friendship. Right. Um, I remember like living with my best friends in college and, you know, we all would go to each other's dorms or apartments and then we all, you know, knew what each other drove, you know, we've been in each other's cars. We've been, um, but with our friends, you know, on the weekend, maybe they lived close. And so that just like feels so special to me. So when I met her and we became friends, you know, we would like hang out at my apartment with me and my husband or her apartment or, um, go like, you know, hang out and have drinks or do events together or whatever. Um, there was, there was like a little bit of a, in hindsight now, a little bit of like red flags. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we see things in the middle of situations. No, because when we get to, we're so excited and, yeah. you know, it feels so good. You finally met that friend and they kind of yeah. like dating, like you it ignore is. all those, those flags and then they catch up to you. It's a hundred percent like dating. That's what I described Dallas Krogan like a yeah. whole lot to people is this is like dating for friends or you know, business networking connections. So we really hit it off. We were friends for like a year, year and a half, two years. And then, you know, we would like Set her up with one of our single friends at the time. Yeah. Um, Cause she wasn't dating anybody. And then I, I did start to realize like, mm, I feel like she is in this a little bit for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, not totally. And I still don't think that, um, but you know, want to do things or have conversations and it was really just she was talking about herself or trying to think of like what was in it for her um and so then like two years after we had become friends all of a sudden I just did not hear from her like just out cold nothing the lights went out she closed up shop didn't respond to anything didn't want to hang didn't like say you know pop in and say hey let's hang out didn't see her on social media anymore. So I'm pretty sure she like stopped following me or something. Um, and even to this day, 2021, I do not know what happened. Like, and there were several times that I did try to reach out and be like, Hey, how are you doing? Okay. Like, yeah, I haven't heard from you, you know? Um, cause I want to know, like, did I do something or, you know, was I a bad friend in some way or was there something that we could have worked through and so it's something I've actually been thinking about recently because this has kind of come up with other friends we've been talking about just like friendships that have kind of fizzled out like this and I've been kind of curious to to see what would happen if I kind of pinged her again mm-hmm. because I've noticed and this is so silly <laughs> social media is so crazy because I've noticed she started following me again and commenting on stuff 
And so that made me think, what is, what is going on? (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I think in that season, I was also teaching full-time and running my business full-time and for my personality, like emotionally, I will just like shut it down and move on. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is one of those things that like resurfaces every, you know, three, four months. I'm like, oh yeah, so-and-so that was weird. I wonder what happened. And then I just move. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But you know, life and um, I should probably just reach out to her again and say, are you doing okay? Like what's, you know? Yeah. And it kind of made me think of like, I've had friends like that too. And some people don't know how to address a situation. Like they can be offended, but I've like, depending on their personality, you know, their Enneagram type, how they're wired, how they Mm -hmm. were raised, how they cope. Like everybody is so different, but I've had a friend like that too, is like, they'll disappear because that's their way of dealing with it rather than addressing it fixing it and moving forward some people don't know how to communicate or address issues because it's it's too hard for them like they can't so it's almost easier if they just disappear do their thing and then come back and pretend it never happened but that's (laughs) so not healthy so not healthy yeah and I think it's kind of our job like if if you're sitting here listening to this and thinking wow that's happened to me too yeah it's not that we have to like be the bigger person but if it's bothering you or you're still thinking about it, you be the one to like, yeah, take, make the move. Yeah. Make yeah. the move. So like for me, I honestly, cause she just popped up again in my like feed or something or in my notifications this week, uh, I, like message her and be like, Hey, we were really good friends. What happened? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and just like get it out in the open. Cause like I said, life is too short. And like, just be honest with each other. And it could be something, yeah. And it could be something so small that's so fixable within five minutes, but because of offense and because of lack of communication, like it then triggers this long, you know, seasons of just not talking and communicating and it could be something so little, but I agree with what you said. Like if the girls that are listening to this, like if you have friendships like that, or this situation does pop up, like you'd be the bigger person because, yeah, you know, in high school and college, I like, I didn't like to deal with things. I just threw it under the rug or mm-hmm. I would just cut you off. I would cut you off so cold and move on with my life. But as I've gotten older and the more healthier I get, I'm like, okay, Holly, you can't do that. Like you have to dress, communicate, fix things. And if, if they're, if they're going to be for your life and in your circle, they're still going to be there. They're going to, they're going to want to communicate, fix things and move on. Yeah. If they're going to let something so small and negative affect your friendship, then maybe they're not supposed to be in your circle. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, I guess my next question would be, let's talk about a little bit about boundaries. What, you know, after being fooled by that person and having Mm -hmm. to like figure out like, oh my gosh, Amanda, what do you do? Um, what are boundaries, what are boundaries mean to you? And what are some boundaries you've had to make because you work with thousands of women. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of these women you connect with and they become your friends, coworkers, business coach, whatever, but you also have to set boundaries for yourself. So that way you don't get run over or hurt because I right. mean, women, women are a lot. We're, we're emotional. We're, we're a lot. <laughs> we're a lot. <laughs> so what does boundaries mean to you? And then what are some boundaries you've had to take to protect yourself? Yeah. Um, you know, I think 
really like doing the work initially within yourself to know like what you do want in your life like what kind of people and like what qualities in a person or a friend you want um you know like and this is like okay I'm gonna use like kind of a business analogy but if I see that a potential client is um like kind of negative um online or like as we're talking or schedule a discovery call with me and then they just don't show up or Mm -hmm. um they send me like they request information from me and then they're not willing to do the work or um things like that those are big red flags those are people I'm not we're not gonna work well together right um similar in in friendships and relationships like if you see that like they're always you know can I cuss is that bad (laughs) Girl, lay it out there. We are here. We are real. You know, they're, you know, they're always like talking shit about other. Or, yeah. You know, bad mouthing other, other people. Or passive aggressive. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like you don't need those people building with you. Yeah, I agree. I I don't need those people in my life. Um, and that is definitely one of the things that, um, you know, you learn the hard way, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. if it's just like, like we said at the beginning, like people that are just in your life and you're like, oh, well, like they're just, they're, they're in just my here. Life. Yeah. They're just here. It's whatever. But like, honestly, it's, that's not the case. Like we, unless it's like, you know, family. Yeah. <laughs> um, in case you've got to learn how to deal with it. Um, but yeah, you, you don't have to necessarily keep those people in your life. And and to your point of, like, where you said you used to um, just, like, cut people out. Because that off. was the easy way. Like, I don't have to yeah. deal with anything. I'm going to just, like, oh, you offended me or I offended you. Like, to me, cut you off, move on was so right. much easier because you can go on to the next. You can find a new friend. And right. it's sad. It's, like, that's how our generation is today. But that's yeah. how I used to be in the past. And as I've grown, I'm, like, oh, you can't do that. Like, but I didn't know what boundaries were back then. I wasn't taught. I wasn't yeah. taught how to make healthy friendships. I I was very, I was on my own at age sixteen. So like my upbringing was a lot yeah. different. So I didn't know. But now I know. So it's like you For can't. Sure. I don't know. I just I'm very intentional with the women who are in my circle, and I do yeah. take a look at their life, whether it's social media, you know what, how they live their life, what do they do on the weekend, like. Because it's like, if you're going to, like, I'm friends with a lot of people, you know, you can be friends and, and coworkers and gym buddies and all that stuff. But like to be in my circle, I just, I've learned to set boundaries because I change when those negative passive aggressive or, you know, people who only are in it for themselves come into my circle because I notice a difference in me, but kind of like what you said a few minutes ago, it's like, you have to know yourself so you can know what boundaries to make. Yeah. Well, and like, you know man that's just it's so true and like you don't have to there is someone that's just really toxic to your life like there's no you know and you look at it and you're like okay they're not family I don't have to be friends with them yeah I'm a big proponent of like you don't have to do anything like you, I mean, you have to eat, right? You have to brush your teeth. You have to go to the bathroom. But, like, 
you don't really have to do anything. It's all your choice. Right. And so if you're feeling like it's a, an obligation, I personally don't think it's a bad just put distance and, and literally visualize a boundary between you and that other person. That's not great for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one said you had to answer their phone calls. No one said you had to answer their texts. No one said you had to follow for sure. sure. Definitely okay. just unfollow them. You know, if it's people that are like, just, I mean, and that energy too, like people's, you know, passive aggressiveness or negative energy or whatever really affects you more than anybody probably realizes. Yeah, um, I agree. And so we could turn around one day and all of a sudden be like, why do I feel like this X, Y, Z way? Right. Mm-hmm. And then we look, if we don't take the time to, to be mindful and, and visualize and, and look at what's actually going on in our life. What are we spending our time with? What are we spending our time thinking about? Then it'll probably be pretty clear pretty soon. Oh, it's this, this thing, right? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I love it. Well, to wrap up our podcast, I guess my last question would be, you know, be, being um, a business, all these women, what is a quote or what is something that, or a goal that you can encourage the girls who are listening, whether they're in business, you know, doing life with friends, setting boundaries. What is something, what is like a goal that you have set for yourself this year when it comes to boundaries or, you know, rejection or Mm -hmm. business? Like what is something Um, that you constantly have to either speak over yourself or remind yourself like, okay, Amanda, like what is something that's really hit home for you that you can encourage us with? Um, I would say one thing is like, you know, Jacqueline Johnson of Creighton Cultivate always says this. She's like, Brazil. You said that about being a business owner, but I was just saying about life. Um, you know, sometimes we, we do have to grow a little bit of thicker skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying don't cry and don't feel your feelings. Like I cried last week, you know, we all, we all have things that are going on or. But, you know, resiliency is what's going to push you, push you forward. And then really challenging myself and, um, take, I've taken a lot of time in the last year or so to redefine or refresh my personal values, especially on the business side, my brand values, my business vision, because if someone wants to collaborate or, you know, pitches us for the podcast or wants to do an event with us. If they don't align, I'm telling them no. Yeah. Um, you know, I was doing a clubhouse Ariella Soria and a bunch of other amazing women. And she was like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And yeah, that's good. I wrote it on my whiteboard in here and I'm looking at it every day. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's not a initial gut reaction or you take a second to look at and you're like, hell yeah. If you don't feel like that, then there's probably a reason. Dig into that. And it's probably like a no-go. So Yeah. I'm going to use that. I've had to work <laughs> on that this past year with building my brand and podcasts and stuff like this. Because when you start a business, you just want everybody involved. 
But as you grow and get bigger, you have to set boundaries because you'll get run over or you'll have the wrong people helping you build and you're not going to hit your vision or goal of where you're trying to go. So I love what you said about that. If it's not a hell yeah, then it's probably a no. But that's something I've had to work on this year because I just I love women and, you know, business and empowerment, all this stuff. But it's like I have to be careful with who I build with because you don't want to build with the wrong people. Right. Absolutely. I love that. Well, thank you, Amanda, for speaking on today's show. Super excited for you in Dallas. I have a lot of girlfriends that are in that local area that I'm going to connect you with. So just keep doing what you're doing. I love it. I'm so excited to um, watch you from San Diego, just cheering you on. So ladies, make sure that if when you're listening to this podcast, follow her. She's all over our Instagram. We'll post her on our Instagram stories as well as Twitter. Connect with her if you are in Texas. And Amanda, thank you for sharing your heart today. Super excited to have you. Thanks so much, Holly. Thanks, girls, for listening to our podcast. Stay tuned for next week.